0: Rishiruvacha Rishiruvacha The great sage Maitreya said The great sage Maitreya said Iti, iti, thus thus. Avyalikam Avyalikam. Sincerely Sincerely. Tanuptaha Having been praised praised. Avjanavaha Lord Vishnu Come. Dukardamuni. Mamuni, Alabhasha. Avabhashe. Reply. Vachasa. With words. With words. Amritena. 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 As sweet as nectar. As sweet as nectar. Suparna. 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 Of Garuda. Of Garuda. Paksha. The shoulders, the shoulders. Upari. upon, Upan. upan, upan Rochamanaha. Rocha rocha Shining. Prema, prema. Of affection. Of affection, smita, smita. With a smile. Buddhavikshana. Buddha 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 looking. looking, looking vibramat, vibramat, Gracefully moving. Gracefully Eyebrows. Translation and purport by his divine Grace, K C Bhaktivinoda Swami. Sridhar My Maitreya resumed Sincerely extolled in these words Lord Vishnu, shining very beautifully on the shoulders of Garuda replied with words as sweet as nectar His eyebrows moved gracefully as he looked at the sage With a smile full of affection and Please re- re- repeat Maitreya resumed. Maitreya, resumed. Maitreya resumed Sincerely extolled in these words he these words, Lord, Vishnu, Lord, Lord, Vishnu, Lord Vishnu, shining very beautifully, shining very beautifully on, the of Garuda, on the shoulders of Garuda, reply with words as sweet as nectar. Reply with words as sweet as nectar. His eyebrows moved gracefully, His eyebrows moved gracefully as, he the sage, as he looked at the sage
1: with a smile full of affection. With a smile full of affection.
0: Report by Shiva the Prabhupada. The word vacha samritena is significant. Whenever the Lord speaks, he speaks from the transcendental world. He does not speak from the material world, since he is transcendental. His speech is also transcendental, as is his activity. Everything in relation to him is transcendental. The word unrita refers to one who does not meet with death. The words and activities of the Lord are deathless. Therefore, they are not manufactured of this material world. The sound of this material world and that of the spiritual world are completely different. The sound of the spiritual world is nectarian and eternal, whereas the sound of the material world is hackneyed and subject to end. The sound of the holy name, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, everlastingly increases the enthusiasm of the chanter. If one repeats monotonous material worlds, he will feel exhausted. But if he chants Hare Krishna 24 hours a day, he will never feel exhausted. Rather, he will feel encouraged to continue chanting more and more. When the Lord replied to the sage, Karima, the word Vachasambritena is specifically mentioned, since he spoke from the transcendental world. He replied in transcendental words, and when he spoke, his eyebrows moved with great affection. When a devotee praises the glories of the Lord, the Lord is very satisfied and He's He bestows His transcendental benediction upon the devotee without reservation because He is always causelessly merciful towards His devotee. Chaya Sha Prabhupada. Om Agyanat Miranda Sya Yanam Jana Shalakaya Chakshurum Litama Tasmai Sri Gura Vedama. Vanshakalpa, Trupyascha, Kripa, Sindhu, Yivacha, Patitanam, Havani, Yo, Vaishnavi, Yo, Namo, Namaha. Namaste, Jivanantaya, Dasaya, Vanachaini, Prabhupavalavaya, Sneak, Shila, Vinodine, Agyanath, Vantagravanam, Pashtate, Patitavanam, Gyana, Murutaya, Chitta, Adine, Chakshashe, Namaha. Namo, Om, Vishnupadaya, Krishna, Krishdaya, Utale, Sri Mate, Bhati Vedanta, Swami, Tinamane. Namaste Sarasvathe Gauravani Pacharine Nivishyesha Sunyavali Vashchatha Vishachare Jai Sri Krishna jay Tanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Adrita Gadadhar Srivas Hari Gauravata Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare, Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Rama, Rama, Rama. My day resumed, sincerely extolled in these words, Lord Vishnu, shining very beautifully on the shoulders of Garuda, replied with words as sweet as nectar. His eyebrows moved gracefully as he looked at the sage with a smile full of affection. So the last part of the prayer that spoke to Lord Vishnu was, I continuously offer my respectful obeisances unto your lotus feet of which it is worthy to take shelter, because you shower all benedictions on the insignificant. To give all living entities detachment from fruitive activities by realizing you, you've expanded these material worlds by your own energy." And this uh, beautiful statement by Sri Prabhupada at the end of that report, I believe, um, really transitions nicely into today's verse, which is, Krishna, being very kind towards him gives him an opportunity to engage in the transcendental loving service of the Lord, so he gradually forgets the hallucination. Before that, Srta. Prabhupada says, the word karma-varsham is very significant for it indicates that he satisfies the desires of anyone who approaches him. So Kardama is feeling like, I'm approaching Vishnu with a mixed devotion because I desire a wife. But Lord Vishnu is going to um, look past uh, what he believes to be material and uh, completely benedict and purify him uh, through giving him a very saintly wife, which is Devahuti. And then Krishna, being so pleased with his devotion, will uh, come as his own son, as a Kapiladev. So this is um, a revelation about the qualities of the spiritual world. Prabhupada gives the definition of amrita, which is deathless. Actually, uh, Srila Prabhupada said, he said, if we chant 16 rounds every day, then our deathlessness is guaranteed. So, amrita is the uh, natural state of affairs for the living entity, Siddha Krishna prema shravanadi karya In our heart, pure love already exists. The soul is saturated in um, amrita and nectar. Actually, um, that Lord who is that same Lord who is speaking to Kardama is situated in our own hearts, right next to us, eternally. So this distinction between nectar and mundane vibration is simply due to, like the Upanishads say, turning away from the Lord in the heart, where where darkness um, comes into our existence because of illusion and the the perception of separateness from God, where our consciousness is separate. But Krishna is there, so. The uh, the solution is very clearly given, which is to get in touch with this transcendental vibration, for the soul to uh, reawaken its the identity. It's just a Krishna shravanadi, shravanadi shramanam to hear sude chitta sude chitta is pure kanyam. So this this pure transcendental words purify um, the heart of the living entity, removing the covering of ignorance. Allowing us to experience God in every second to to contact God. Krishna uh, Sr. he said, I never I never forgot Krishna. There's never a time I didn't remember Krishna. And when we read his um, his biography, we can see that, which I, I ordered a copy and I have one for you, Thank you. it's in the book room right now. So we can see through Prabhupada's life, and even as he went through the different stages of Varnashrama as a Grihastha, he was always meditating on how he could fill the order of his Guru. From the first time he surrendered to his Guru, from that point, um, the instruction to spread the message of Lord Chaitanya as the highest welfare work became his life and soul. Prabhupada said, I, didn't, I never budged one inch from the instruction of my spiritual master. Said, I have I have no credit. My only credit is that I, I haven't changed anything. I've simply um, given a message as it is. A transparent via medium. So how do we so the nectar is there, the nectar is floating around. There's an ocean of nectar. Anam dam varvanam. How do we access it? That's the science of spiritual life. And accessing it. First, it means we have to become transparent before God. And we become transparent before God by um, humbly submitting ourselves before his representative, the spiritual master. Everything starts from the equation of um, accepting the pure instructions from the Guru and the Parampara and Lord Krishna. The Prabhupada says, as it is. So actually, um, on Sunday, I was rereading. This was the first book I read, and do you know who gave me this book? Or who recommended this book to me? It was Gangeaprabhu. Prabhu recommended this book to me. It's the very first book I read in Krishna consciousness. So in this book, Prabhupada talks about choosing a spiritual master and how, how one becomes a guru who the proper guru and how one accepts that proper guru and and becomes a receptacle of the Amrita Kanta, the pure nectar, contacting it. Because somebody was was speaking about different aspects of, of sound vibration, and we were communicating that there's one famous Kirtania who um, chants very nicely, has a very beautiful voice, but doesn't believe. In God, doesn't believe that Krishna is God, is actually an offender thinking that Krishna's form is imaginary. So, hearing from this type of person, although it may sound nice to the mind, is actually um, contaminated by impersonalism and atheism. And so the vibration, the nectar is there, but how we access it, that's a science. So Srila Prabhupada says Vyasa Vyasadeva is a guru. He does not misinterpret the words of Krishna, but transmit them exactly as they were spoken. If we send a telegram, the person who delivers the telegram does not have to correct it, edit it, or add to it. He simply presents it. That is the guru's business. Guru actually literally means heavy heavy with amrita katha, heavy with nectar, transcendental bliss that's been infused within his heart. That's what he's heavy with, and he's anxious to share that that heavy load with, with us. The guru may be this person or that, but the message is the same, transparent to Krishna, simply delivering. Therefore, it is said that guru is one. In the disciplic succession, we find repetition of the same subject. In Bhagavad Gita 9.34, Sri Krishna says, Man mana mam namaskuru, Mam Engage your mind always in thinking of me. Become my devotee. Offer obeisances to me and worship me. Being completely absorbed in me, surely you will come to me. These very instructions were reiterated by all the Acharyas such as Ramanuja, charya Madhavacharya, and Jaitanya Mahaprabhu. The six Goswamis also transmitted the same message and we are simply following in their footsteps. There is no difference. We do not interpret the words of Krishna by saying, In my opinion, the battle of Krukshetra represents the human body. Such interpretations are set forth by rascals. In the world, there are many rascal gurus who give their own opinion, but we can challenge any rascal. A rascal guru may say, I am God, or we are all God. That is all right, but we should find out from the dictionary what the meaning of God is. Generally, a dictionary, a dictionary will tell us that the word God indicates a supreme being. If you cannot understand this, then we should give the meaning of supreme. Any dictionary will inform us that supreme means the greatest authority, we may ask then, are you the greatest authority? Such a rascal guru, even though proclaiming himself to be God, cannot answer such a question. God is the supreme being and the highest authority. No one is equal to him or greater than him. Yet there are many guru gods, many rascals who claim to be the supreme. Such rascals cannot help us escape the darkness of material existence. They cannot illuminate our darkness with a torchlight of spiritual knowledge. A bona fide guru will simply present what the Supreme Guru, God, says in bona fide scripture. A guru cannot change the message of the disciples' succession. We must understand that we cannot carry out research to find the absolute truth. Tanya Mahaprabhu himself said, My Guru Maharaj, my spiritual master, considered me a great fool. He who remains a great fool before his guru is a guru himself. However, if one says, I am so advanced that I can speak better than my guru, he is simply a rascal. So um, uh, Srila Prabhupada in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, he gives the definition of uh, Charitamrita. Uh, Charita means character, and Amrita means uh, nectar, as we were saying, bliss, Im- immortality. So the character of immortality. And Chaitanya means a life force. Chaitanya means heart. And so the life force of the nectar of immortality comes from uh, Sri Caitanya Mahaprabhu, who uh, descends to propagate this message. Now he is the perfect embodiment of a devotee, of what a devotee means. And when he was challenged by the Mayavad sannyasis, um, saying, why don't you study the Vedanta? Why, why are you simply chanting and dancing like a sentimental fool. And the Lord said, actually, my guru Maharaj said I'm not intelligent enough to understand the Vedanta. He said to simply chant this uh, maha mantra and dance in ecstasy. So the Lord took the humble position of saying, actually, uh, I don't know anything. When he would detect false pride, he would immediately cut it down. Um, there's a story of Balabhatta. Vallabhbhata came when the devotees came from Bengal to the Ratiyatra in Jagannath Puri. And he was um, received by the Lord, and there was affection and love there. But Vallabhbhata had some pride in his heart. So he had actually written some commentary on Srimad Bhagavatam, and he wanted to present it to the Lord. But because he was coming from a, a place of false pride, nobody wanted to hear his explanation, and nobody took him seriously. So, time and again, he would be defeated in the assembly. And so, one particular day, uh, Vallabha Bhatta, he actually challenged Sridhar Swami. He says, I think that Sridhar Swami, he's giving commentary on the, on the uh, Vinaya Sutra based on his own imagination for time and circumstance. And so, the Lord responded to Vallabha Bhatta. He said, oh... He said, you don't don't accept the Swami? Anyone who doesn't accept the Swami, I consider a prostitute. So he he considered uh, Vala in this instance to be unfaithful, unfaithful to the Parampara. The Parampara being, in this case, Sridhar Swami. So as uh, Sri Guha gives his, uh, his Guacharya seminars, Founder Acharya seminar. He talks about the the great Acharya gurus. And they're like a lighthouse. When we see a lighthouse, if, if we're trying to reach the shore, then we can go in the right direction. So they're great pillars of devotion that set the example. And we can see where the pure line is through these great souls. These Nitya Siddhas, these eternally liberated souls. Like uh, Srila Prabhupada said, My guru was no ordinary guru. He said, He saved me. He said, He felt that way. So when Srila Prabhupada, when he was coming to spread these teachings to us out of his causeless mercy, he wasn't thinking he was qualified. He says, I'm the most unqualified and fallen. Srila Prabhupada felt that way. And... He, he prayed fervently. He was praying fervently before he left. For, he was praying for years, fervently, to his Guru Maharaj, to the disciplic succession. He was praying in the Radha Damodar temple. How can I fulfill this mission? And she, Rupa Goswami, appeared to him. This was later told. Prabhupada didn't want to tell this, this, this intimate story. But the little boy who was there at the time, Prabhupada told to. And later on he was uh, he became the uh, the leader in the Radha Dhamadar temple. And later on he was questioned about Srila Prabhupada. And he told the story about how he saw the light underneath the door. And Prabhupada was, was sitting there, bright faced. And he said, Rupa Goswami, he, he appeared to me and he said, Have no fear, do not worry. You simply write these books and we'll help you. We'll do the rest. Don't worry. So, Prabhupada was directly instructed um, by Rupa Goswami and directly empowered by Krishna. Shakti Avesh avatar. Shakti means power, and Avesh means to be invested with, to be infused with power. So, uh, anybody who surrenders to the Prampara doesn't manufacture anything who's a fool before their guru, who's faithful to the pure words of Krishna and the guru-parampara, they also receive the empowerment to give the pure message. Prabhupada was saying there's so many varieties of translations and commentaries on Bhagavad Gita. And because the first step in spiritual life wasn't taken, submissiveness before guru, surrender to guru, it's all useless. Krishna Bhagavad Gita, he talks about different levels of um, reality. The the matter, the gross matter, is inferior to the mind. The mind is inferior to the intelligence. And the intelligence is inferior to the soul. So if we hover on the mental intellectual platform, that, that is totally devoid of spirituality. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Bhakti-yamam avivana-panam-chi, Bhakti-yamam Yavan chi yavanyas-tasmitatvatta, tatvatogya He says, the only way you can know me is through devotional service. And step one of devotional service is, tadvidi-pranipatena, pripashne-nasevaya, upadakshanti-te-vyanam, jnaninat-tatvatakshinam that approaching the spiritual master, um, removing all of ourself, our own preconceptions, inquiring with faith and humility and love, and rendering service to the Guru. This um, is when initiation takes place in the heart. And at this point, um, the pure message can be transmitted without us holding on to any of our own ideas that we, we have before coming to to Krishna's lotus feet. And so, <clears throat> we want to access this ocean of nectar that's available, this deathless katha. And um, there's also examples given of persons um, that have taken the right mood and approach Guru and Krishna in the right way. And we can see by their example how we can also approach Guru and Krishna, we can access um, the pure teachings, and we can transmit them everywhere. Like Lord Jayatania said, he said, take this and spread it everywhere. Become a Guru, deliver this land. Don't change anything, just give the pure message to everyone. And so, um, I'd like to enter the mood of another surrendered soul, uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami. And Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, and before, as he's writing the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita in the first chapter, he's continually offering uh, his respects, obeisances, and he's begging for mercy to write this great work. So we can just get a glimpse into the mood of pure devotion. The so Lord Sri Krishna Jaitanya Mahaprabhu is the personality of Godhead himself, and therefore I offer innumerable prostrations at his lotus feet. Having offered obeisances unto the Lord and all his associates, I shall not try to explain these six diversities in one. Although I know that my spiritual master is a servitor of Sri Jaitanya, I know him also as a plenary manifestation of the Lord. Krishna says, you should know the Acharya to be none different than myself. Because he's, he's passing the message, like we were saying, uh, like The like Prabhupada was saying, the message is one. According to the deliberate opinion of all revealed scriptures, the spiritual master is non-different from Krishna. Lord Krishna, in the form of the spiritual master, delivers his devotees. One should know the acharya as myself and never disrespect him in any way. One should not envy him, thinking him an ordinary man for he is the representative of all the demigods. One should know the instructing spiritual master to be the personality of Krishna. Lord Krishna manifests himself as a super-soul and as the greatest devotee of the Lord. O oh my Lord, transcendental poets and experts in spiritual science could not fully express their indebtedness to you, even if they were endowed with a prolonged lifetime of Brahma, for you appear in two features, externally as the achari and internally as a supersoul to deliver the embodied living being by directing him how to come to you. This is uh, Sri Uddhava to Krishna and the Sriman Bhagavatam. And and in each chapter um, of the first, the first volume of Chaitanya Charitamrita, the Adi Leela, he has the same mood. So he says in the second chapter, I offer my obeisances to Sri Jaitanya Mahaprabhu, by whose mercy even an ignorant child can swim across the ocean of conclusive truth, which is full of the crocodiles of various theories. So you can see here, he's considering himself an ignorant child. He's speaking about himself, his humility. So he says, O my merciful Lord Jaitanya, may the nectarian Ganges waters of your transcendental activities, flow on the surface of my desert-like tongue. Beautifying these waters are the lotus flowers of singing, dancing, and loud chanting of Krishna's holy name, which are the pleasure abodes of unalloyed devotees. These devotees are compared to swans, ducks, and bees. The river's flowing produces a melodious sound that gladdens their ears. And I have a desert-like tongue. So may this nectarian Gamgee's water of transcendental activities of Lord Chaitanya's pastimes flow from my desert-like tongue. In the next chapter, I offer my respectful obeisances to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. By the potency of the shelter of his lotus feet, even a fool can collect the valuable jewels of conclusive truth from the minds of the revealed scriptures. He's considering himself a fool here. See his mood? The next chapter. By the mercy of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, even a foolish child can fully describe the real nature of the Lord Krishna, the enjoyer of the pastimes of Braj, according to the vision of the revealed scriptures. Next chapter. Let me offer my obeisances to Lord Sri Nityananda, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whose opulence is wonderful and unlimited, he, by his will, even a fool can understand his identity. Next chapter. I offer my respectful obeisances to Sri Advaita Acharya, whose activities are all wonderful. By his mercy, even a foolish person can describe his characteristics. Let me offer my respectful obeisances unto Lord Jaitanya Mahaprabhu, Who is the ultimate goal of life for one bereft of all possessions in this material world, and is the only meaning for one advanced in spiritual life. Thus let me write about his magnanimous contribution of devotional service and love of God." So Queen Pukti, she prayed, he says, only one who who has um, given up or who is bereft of opulence, beauty, high education, and a good family, can approach you with great feeling. Those who um, are materially exhausted, and materially impoverished, they can actually call out to you with humility and great feeling. As the Ganges constantly flows to the ocean without deviation, so let my love flow towards you without being diverted to anyone else so Sri uh, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami he continues I offer my respects to the Supreme Personality of Godhead Sri Jaitanya Mahaprabhu by whose desire I be- have become like a dancing dog and suddenly taken to the writing of Sri Jaitanya Tar- Charitamrita although I am a fool now, Srila Prabhupada was in the same mood, on the Jaladutta, in his uh, beautiful, famous poem. He wrote, Lord, make me a puppet. Make me dance as you like. And the Lord made Srila Prabhupada dance all over the world. He danced all over the world and he delivered the whole world through his humility and surrender to his guru and passing this pure message of his Guru Maharaj and the whole Parampara of Sri Krishna the perfect transparent B-medium and uh, Shri Kirti Prabhu who uh, served Sri Prabhupada directly for many years he would tell these really wonderful sweet stories about Sri Prabhupada I highly recommend uh, his books and uh, hearing from Shri Kirti to get to know Prabhupada more uh, one thing he said is that Prabhupada would read his own books and he asked Prabhupada, why do you read your books? He said, I didn't write these books, Krishna wrote these books. Another time he said, Krishna was actually on my shoulder, dictating to me while I wrote these books. So as Prabhupada was saying in the science of self-realization, um, the words of the Guru are non-different than Krishna. There's no different. Why is that? Is that impersonalism? No, it's not impersonalism. It means their hearts are totally united. It means that the, the, the individual jiva soul is connected to the super soul in the heart. How is he connected? Because he's a humble and he's a fool before his guru. That's how he's connected. That's the only way we, 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 get, we make a connection and maintain a connection. It's not at some point we, super, we overstep our guru. We surpass our guru. Supersede our guru. Shreya Prabhu doesn't like that. No, <laughs> That's okay. In that context. So, So, we can see that we can totally gain access to this Amrita Gita by realizing that everything is given by God. And Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, he says, I am the intelligence of the intelligent. I'm the strength of the strong. And I'm the ability in man. I'm giving you all facility. Right? He, he's going to bless Kardam Muni. He, he says, no, no sincere devotee of mine has to ever be frustrated. Remember he said that. They never have to be frustrated because they're in contact with the bliss of the spiritual world. The frustration comes from mundane sound vibration. Vibration is so powerful. We become influenced and affected by all kinds of different vibration. So, keeping in contact with um, souls like Sridhar Prabhupada, Krishna Das Kaviraj Guru Swami, Vrindavan Das Thakur, Sri Bhati Vinod Thakur, Sri Bhati Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur, the Six Coast Swamis, Sri Jaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sri Swami, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, these pillars of devotion who know nothing but the instructions of their guru and the words of Krishna. So, Sri Krishna Das, Kavi Goswami continues, Let me repeatedly offer my respectful obeisances unto the bee-like devotees who always taste the honey of the lotus feet of Lord Jaitanya Mahaprabhu. If even a dogish non-devotee somehow takes shelter of such devotees, he enjoys the aroma of the lotus flower. After offering my obeisances unto all the devotees of Sri Nityananda Prabhu, who are like bumblebees collecting the honey from his lotus feet, I shall try to describe those who are the most prominent. So then he goes on and he, he describes all the devotees, the devotees that he takes shelter of, that he considers better and greater than himself. And, and that's the mood of a devotee. The devotee feels like, I have nothing, I'm bereft. A kinshana is said to be the quality that enables us to surrender to God. And a kinsana means materially bankrupt. I have nothing. Everything I have is given to me. And if I don't use it in the service of God, if I don't use it in the service of, to my guru, Maharaj, and the devotees, and Sri Krishna, it's all useless. And, and that, that was the same mood that Queen Kunti was describing. And I'm materially impoverished, materially exhausted. I mean, they have so much facility but we're materially exhausted. We don't want it for sense gratification. We just want it to serve Guru and Krishna. So, um, I'd like to encourage all the devotees to please take shelter of Srila Prabhupada's books and his teachings and his conversations and get to know his desire. What is Srila Prabhupada's desire for us as his sincere servants? Because to please Prabhupada the most, we need to realize his heart, and we have to see things holistically. In politics, one person takes one side, another person takes another side. But as uh, Gurudev says, usually the truth is somewhere in the middle. What is the synthesis? Shreya talks about point, counterpoint, and synthesis. So, So often we see Prabhupada is saying one thing in one context and something else in another context. So how do we bring it together and see what is Prabhupada's holistic desire? And that comes from really studying without uh, personal motivation what Prabhupada wanted, his instructions. And uh, he gave us so much, more than any acharya ever has given their disciples. We have volumes from Prabhupada, we can really dive in and, and have these conversations, understand what she, the Prabhupada wanted, because his heart was purely and wholly connected to the Prabhupada. So we'd like to end here. Does anybody have any comments? Questions? Yes? i talking about the, the parenting of the person. i like first uh, good
1: for us to get that. And one time, one newer devotee was arguing, arguing with me that the holy name is not different from Krishna, the holy name is pure. So how can, how can it ever be bad for anybody to hear it? How can the holy name ever be contaminated?
0: So you are right next to the super soul, and Krishna's, he's the most purifying force in existence. How is it that we're contaminated? The contamination isn't in the name. The name remains pure and perfect. The contamination is, is within us. We haven't been sufficiently purified by approaching it in the right mood. So when it comes from the lips of somebody who's um, atheistic and offensive, then um, that vibration is, is contaminated with our own mood. The name's not contaminated, but the, uh, the consciousness... Is cut off from Krishna.
1: Yeah? I, to that uh, I just saw it online recently. Was that um, the name and Krishna's form are not different from each other when it's transcendently spoken by the Mahaprabhu? Maha, like
0: yeah, so like the transferring the the, we become a vehicle for the, the purity of God eliminating all of the things we're carrying with us as we become contaminated by the modes of nature in this world. Yes? Uh, Can you uh, expand on the idea of deathlessness? So, deathlessness means that as an eternal soul, we're not meant to die. And so when we begin to plug into um, the spiritual sound vibration, we enter into a deathless reality, even in this body
1: even
0: longer identify with the body so definitely in way? That exactly. Oh. We enter in a deathless reality because yeah. the soul is reawakened. The soul becomes active mm-hmm. through the living force, through Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the soul
1: becomes totally active and alive. Awakened. Yeah. I really it's, like the point that you made about Approaching the spiritual master in a humble mood, and that is the way that you know that we can activate, you know, and connect to the uh, to the source of of that power, Um, because it's it's quite consistent with everything that I've seen, and um, and it's really important because it's like a subtle it's a subtle thing, you know what I mean? A lot of times uh, we may overlook that, you know what I mean? So it's really important to always keep that um, that mood fresh on our minds. Yeah. This is how we approach anyone who has any kind of knowledge. If you look at it even from a material point of view. You know what I mean? If you approach a teacher and you think you know more than the teacher, then typically you're gonna have a, it's not gonna be good for you. You know? So in the same way, you know, what to speak of spiritually, when you want to approach someone who and, you know, it's not by our own doing, so that's another point, it's just, you know, it's not that, you know, we can gain all this qualification and then somehow it's given to us by Krishna, it's just, just pure mercy, it's just pure grace. Mm-hmm. And the way that we access that is actually through this, this, uh, this mood of humility. It's really important yeah. that we keep that fresh on our minds. Thank you.
0: Prabhupada, say he said, it doesn't matter how many degrees, that we have. We cannot access God. And, and in the book, Beyond Illusion and Doubt, um, Prabhupada's disciples are asking to the Prabhupada different ideas that different philosophers have. And Prabhupada is one by one shooting them down, giving them the pure message. So someone on the material platform may be a great philosopher, a great scientist, and in the material, in the deathless reality, those opinions and ideas are completely useless. And you can see the confidence that Srila Prabhupada has because he has the absolute truth. I don't care if this person said to be a great philosopher because I have the Vedic knowledge coming from Krishna. So everything that they say I can immediately I can immediately judge against the pure message coming from Krishna from the beginning of time.
1: Right. And it's and, and you can't you can't confuse that confidence with some kind of, you know, self absorbed arrogance and that that's there's a there's a very clear distinction between someone who just thinks he knows it all and someone who surrendered to Krishna in that way and his guru. It's pure faith. Yeah, yeah. Take like the
0: example of Papa with the, the, the boy and the father. My father's with me. Yeah. It's faith that Krishna, faith in Krishna. Yes.
1: I think it's interesting how some of the Acharyas like Ramanuja and uh the had their um they they preached the the Jnana Yogi philosophies of Advaita and Dvaita and dedicated their whole lives to these, but they qualified by Bhakti. And so when the jnana Yogis and the Vedantists or or the you know, the speculators and bodies they approached Chaitanya about him just being sentimental. Um, he he was a topmost logician in this, but he wouldn't yeah, he says he's, he's Struck down so as one of the biggest story. Yeah, because it's like so, qualifying meaning of the bhakti bhakti. Yeah, within this scope of bhakti,
0: then it's meaningful. But without bhakti, then it's all useless. So he would teach that lesson, like if, if you approach knowledge without bhakti yoga, then I'm not even going to give it. I'm not even going to give it any of my attention. It's better to just chant. Better to be simple and just chant Hare Krishna. Than to waste your time, waste your life on mundane pursuits. Okay, thank you so much. And thank you for showing up. Thank you,